So, you know, in our ongoing quest to be super original as a podcast, uh, and since we, we aren't doing these that frequently, we should, I was thinking we might adopt that thing where it's just like, hey, so what did everybody get up to this week or several? And just round robin it to, to get the flow going. Well, I know Dan was busy, so why don't we have him go first? Because he actually did a yeah, thing. Yeah, Dan, drop knowledge. Uh, South by? Why don't you? Uh, why don't party. you use? Why don't you use a non neologism to describe so, where you South were? South by where? I went. I went to South by Southwest Gaming. There was a lot of gaming stuff that I didn't stand in line for. I had pizza out in a field where I got sunburned, and then I came home and slept. Why does that sound like a Leonard Cohen song? <laughs> I had pizza in the field where I got sunburned. That's more like a <laughs> a, a dream deferred. <laughs> You're listening to The Worst Thing Ever. Hey, the gang is mostly all here. Define mostly. Well, I mean, Patrick hasn't checked in yet, so... Yeah, I'm here. I thought Dan was in the shower. He was. Actually, he's in the shower right now. They make Bluetooth speakers that could make that happen. We could do shower cast, gentlemen. I got a little shelf in there. I could put some shot glasses. This can this can work. Have a nice shower beer. A nice hot shower beer. All I'm saying is like, you know, if I drink enough, I'm going to get sad. Uh, you know, you cry in the shower. I, you know, there's no need to compartmentalize. Tears in the rain. You'll have to pardon me, folks. Uh, I'm currently exfoliating my scrotum. With a pumice stone. Is it possible to exfoliate down there? Because, I mean, that's very sensitive skin. It's not as thick as other places. You can exfoliate anything. <laughs> I feel like it's a mistake you'd only make once. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm with Dan. Like, until you get to blood vessels, you can exfoliate anything. <laughs> so I was looking through the little, like, notepad internet thing I have for podcast topics. And since it's been a while since we've done one of these, I was startled by one of the entries. I'm just going to give it to you guys without any context, because that's how I have it, have it written down. It's just vaginal steaming, question mark? Oh, yeah. Gwyneth is all on that shit. Isn't that, like, bad for your hoo-ha? Are you unfamiliar with this? I'm not familiar. Look, it just said my, my, my notepad said vaginal steaming, and I was a little startled, because I don't even it's remember. Like a targeted shower. I don't even remember writing that down. I don't know whether I should feel proud or sad that I can actually give you the 411 on this. Who the fuck is Gwyneth in this context? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So Gwyneth Paltrow of uh, actress and crazy bitch fame um, has a from, newsletter. Is she the inventor of Gorp? <laughs> the very same. Gorp.com or whatever. Yeah. So she started blasting, you know, these newsletters because she's been in a spat with... Um, uh, help me out, convict superwoman of home design. What's her What's her name? Martha Stewart. That's it. Martha Stewart and Gwyneth Paltrow have been in an internet dick measuring contest for a while. So 
they've just been sniping at each other in social media. And so one of the things that Gwen started doing to keep up this is apparently these like sickening newsletters. And she recommends like all the great shit you should do to be a modern woman about town in LA. And one of them is she recommends the spa that does the vaginal steaming where you sit on like this little throne with a hole. It's like a portal potty and they put like oils and shit and set like a small thing ablaze uh, under your business and, and just kind of, you know, Steam the clam. Crisp it up? What the... It's, they they offer multiple kinds. It's blends, like a tea service or something, and I just don't so know. So you could get, like, a pork-steamed vagina yeah. or, like, a beef-steamed vagina, maybe a taquito-steamed vagina. You, know, you need to be careful because you're you're just... Now I've got ideas, and I'm waiting for, like, a scenario where the dim sum girl comes around. Ray, don't put giblets up any vaginas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There's this already is... enough organs up there. This is not your time to to go one past the turducken. (laughs) I was thinking about when you mentioned that, I was like, what's the most exotic place I've eaten pizza? And I don't have a good answer for that at all. Yeah, it is weird. Where is the weirdest place I've eaten pizza? Like pizza is not an, uh, an exploratory food for me. Like wouldn't. I don't know. I Which is weird because it's so po- it's it's, so portable, yeah, it's totally portable. Like there's no good reason for it. All right, here's our homework, gentlemen. We need to up our pizza locale game. <laughs> I think I think between now and the next recording session, we can garner up some some hot melted cheese stories. I don't know. All the pizza <laughs> around me sucks. Like it's not worth eating. That's not the point of the exercise, Chris. So what you're saying is you want me to break onto the military base and eat a pizza on an F-18 is what you're what you're trying to tell me here. Fuck that in an F-18. I'd like to have actually some measurement as to how how much faster Dan would get sunburned simply due to proximity. Yeah, but it's like proximity shorter, but like coverage area longer. So it's it's a give and take. Yeah, he's. He's got a lot of skin. Like, because there's a good chance the sun will give up and set before his ankles start to brown. (laughs) The angle's not right. If you covered me in solar cells, I could power a small town. How small a town are we talking? Two, maybe three people. That's a pretty small town. Is there a general store in this town? Could be whatever you want. I mean, what's this this town called? Uh, just, uh, Just paint me a picture, Dan. Imagine your stereotypical murder she wrote town. I'm there. Quaint. So 17 nieces per capita? Correct. Yeah. And and one uh, stylist that gargles rocks for for a living. Played by Harvey Firestein. Now this is a this is a very visual reference for the listening public. Like Dan has the height advantage, ladies. Like if you wanted to roast him on the traditional, you know, cannibal spit over a fire, wood's not gonna do it. You're you're gonna have to get tungsten carbide or that whole thing's collapsing. You're gonna need a bigger boat. And let me just say from experience, dude's got leverage, ladies, leverage, leverage if you're across the pond. I'm trying to say the man is tall. So no, no other amusing anecdotes from your trials and tribulations, field pizza or otherwise? It wasn't. uh, I went to a party with a couple friends and had an open bar and I drank way too much and I took the train home. There's a train in Austin? There's a train in Austin. Hmm. How the hell did you think he got to Pizza Field? That's a long walk, even with his giant-ass <laughs> You know, Pizza Field is something that they would have in Austin. 
I love the idea that that's like a sports arena that's purchased by like the most generic restaurant ever. It's the Papa John's sports place. No, it's it's just not even doesn't even have it's just Pizza Field <laughs> because that the place that sponsored it is just like a strip mall place that just says pizza on the marquee. <laughs> I've not done anything of note since January. I don't really do things as a rule. I just things sort of occur around me and I'm like, "Oh, guess I'm not dead yet." Woohoo! He says the man who installed a fucking drive-in in his living room. Dude, that's so it's so great. Although Go on. Uh okay, this is we're we're falling back into the um, you know, Ray and Chris's weeaboo fun time <laughs> hour, but so I've I've been playing Persona 4. And so I get, you know, I set up a a front projection system. I got a 100-inch screen because that was as far as even my insanity would allow in a room that small. And uh, I'm like, so what do I play on a 1080p, you know, 100-inch screen? Oh, like a fucking 10-year-old game on a handheld. So I boot up Persona 4 Golden. And I get to a boss the first night. Wife and kid are in the back. This boss, uh, okay, you know how Fruit Stripe gum looks? Imagine a stripper textured exclusively in, like, Fruit Stripe you know, gum colors. And every attack is a twirl or hump with accompanying horrific moans on a stripper pole. This was in my room. This is in my living like room. Like life size. And glorious life That's... size. And attracted the attention of everyone else in the house, much to my chagrin. <laughs> also to my chagrin, they just kind of, you know, nodded and turned back around, completely unsurprised. Because, I mean... That sounds tame for the things that I know you have access yeah, to. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 the good side of bad. It's not the worst, you know, parenting faux pas I've committed this week. Is there, like, a log that is kept? Well, Ashley's lawyer has a binder. I'm, yeah, I'm sure somewhere there's a folder marked divorce evidence that I'm just not privy to. <laughs> She's a very organized woman, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I would actually go to a superhero zoo where they're just all penned up and, like, you know, setting fire to shit. and You, like, feed them eucalyptus. You know, and they have, like, the, the birthday parties in the danger room. <laughs> oh, God, every child's birthday party I've ever been to, I wish it was in the danger room because either they're dying or I'm dying. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah, it's like, not only is it a cool holodeck-like simulation room where all kinds of crazy stuff can happen, but also it's pretty likely that a sentinel's going to kill some kids. So it's awesome. Yeah, and you know the Danger Room invitation is going to do that thing where it's like, parties at 4 p.m. to question mark. <laughs> the the internet's current fascination with uh, with Loki and, and Deadpool, I just am not on that train. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think Deadpool is waning and uh, Cumbersnitch slash Hiddlefuck are, are rising. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm on board with the Deadpool thing. It's like, oh, that guy does all that stupid shit. Oh, he did a stupid thing, but it's supposed to be stupid. All right, that's enough meta. I can get on board. The Loki thing, I, it's not the popularity that befuddles me, but specifically the popularity with women. Like that one, I don't know what it is about that character it, that it's, resonates. It's scary because, like, Loki is a manipulative asshole. So, like, I... oh, well, shit, we just riddled it out. He's Christian Grey, basically, in tights. I was going to I was going to say he's he's Marvel Twilight. Yeah. I mean, it's that sort of like this is basically an abusive relationship, but it's popular. What? 
And the thing is, it is yeah. most popular with the incredibly vocal people that are against that sort of abusive relationship. And I'm like, what? 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 It, it's, it would be like, you know, a, a civil rights activist, like, you know, fawning over James Earl Ray. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, the same people that are losing their shit about that Batgirl cover that got pulled are the same people that keep shit like Fifty Shades of Grey in the theaters. And I'm having a real hard time with the psychological disconnect there. It's confusing. It, it's weird, also, the Fifty Shades of Grey thing, because, like, when that movie came out, I saw so much... In so many people in my timeline being like, oh, I'm going to see Fifty Shades of Grey because it's dumb. And I'm like, well, you know what? The the production company doesn't really care um, that you're going to see the movie. Ironically, they still get your money. That means they're going to make the next two movies. Yeah, ironic viewings count the same. We need to get to the uh, Wu-Tang name generator and, and find out your Wu-Tang name, because I feel like this is important knowledge. I think my Wu-Tang name is just my 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 handle. Fuck truck. Just, just into the local parlance, just fuck truck. <laughs> I, I think m mine ended up being Machete Master Tang Chaser. Wait a minute, that sounds like that sounds like a juggalo name. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. Show some respect. It's Machete Master Tang Chaser. Yeah, like, okay, so switch out Machete for Axe, and you've got a Juggalo name. You know a lot about the Juggalo, sir. I feel another FOIA coming. I told, I, I told you guys, I know a little bit about too many things. Chris bathes in the Fanta. Oh, you mean, oh, no, uh, Fago, Fago. Yeah, Fago. They sell, they sell Fago here. They will fucking kill you for that. They'll kill you on a lark. You don't show up. You don't show up to the gathering of the Juggalos with Fanta, <laughs> son. You'll get murked. Was it worse than the uh, the Pac-Man 3D animated thing? No, nothing is worse. I don't know. There were worse things, but that was pretty fucking bad. Like... The, the no so like the absolute absolute worst thing about the 3d pac-man one is that they had games based on the tv show <laughs> i i think the uh the bizarre pack racism was just unbelievable oh yeah the <laughs> jeez man that show man oh that's a night i feel like i regret missing they they like introduced like this this colored cast system to the characters in this pac-man theme universe like all characters are just the ghosts which kind of always had that going on all no characters. the um the yeah like so uh this is no, I don't know if this is worth getting into because the, the, the show is just so weird and dumb. I don't want to undo all of your therapist's hard work. It is. It is so it's an Earth-like planet where all of the continents are shaped like Pac-Man. But it takes place at like a high school and they're all wearing like Letterman jackets. Well, one of them is. because, And I think he's the only one wearing clothes. <laughs> and they're like all the main characters are different colored uh, sort of Pac people. Men of there's Pac There's a girl. But like I don't, the, I can't remember through the haze of booze. But like, the, there's also I don't know, like a secret relic storage at the school that the principal doesn't want them to get into, and they like basically, um, yellow Pac-Man is the Highlander, and he comes from a long line of ghost hunters who eat ghosts and power pellets, and it's Dan, you saw it, I made you watch it. 
Dan has hung himself. I think Dan's dead, yeah. Poor guy. The flashbacks were too intense. He's in his happy pizza <laughs> field. So, I think there may be another conspiracy of sorts of back. Uh, y- you remember last time we chatted that, unknown to me, like, the, the age of growlers had begun yes. around me? Yes, I remember talking about I, that. There's a similar thing occurring with baked goods stores. <laughs> this week on it's The World because... Be a Changing with Bad Servo. <laughs> this week on Ray Interprets the Zeitgeist. It's, I, I'm not planning this, <laughs> but we, you know, me and the kid have been watching uh, Pushing Daisies, which, if you're not familiar, a large part of which takes place in a delightful pie shop. Uh, with delightful people. And we were both just like, oh, why isn't there a fucking a bomb-ass pie place we can go to? Not three days later, I'm just driving down the road and I see a van that's like, crave pie. I, I do crave I, pie. I crave pie. They know, how did they know, you know? So I like, I discovered this place is literally right on the way from work. Like, if I just swerve in a fuck it, I'm killing pedestrians manner, just slightly to the right while driving home, I will go through the pie place. And it is fucking amazing. It is the best pie I've ever had. And so I'm already on Facebook. I'm getting menus and schedules. I'm talking to the family. I'm like, okay, here's where I'm going. Here's when I'm going. Let's pie plan right the fuck now. And today was the next pie day. And as I'm driving to the pie place, another store has sprung up seemingly overnight called Small Cakes, which is a gourmet cupcakery. (laughs) And so I diverted. And I had the most amazing apple French toast strudel cupcake I've ever had in my life. But I'm a large man, and I feel like every ounce of frosting is another year off my life at this point. I will say my my tolerance for cupcakes skyrocketed when I finally learned the age age old technique of tearing off the bottom and putting it on the top so that you have like a frosting sandwich. No, I appreciate that notion as a as a a, a fatty life hack, but my problem is like there's too much frosting on cupcakes. Frosting's the worst part of the cupcake. Like in an ideal world. It would be like a glazed muffin. Like, I just want, like, a small, easy (laughs) cheese-esque layer of frosting on top of my cupcake, and then it's perfect. I'm I'm with you on that. I'm Ray, and all I want is a glazed muffin. Just want you to think about that (laughs) statement. You're not wrong in any context you can fathom. I like that that in the short time that this place has existed, you have built up a rapport with the pie lady. (laughs) I talked to the pie lady at great length. She was charming and delightful, and she makes a hell of a pie. These are people I want to know. I ain't got no truck with pie. It's just, if cake is an option, I'm gonna take it. I I might have Cupcake Lady's card in my wallet, too, man. (laughs) I'm I'm preparing. You're a baker, and you see Ray coming. It's go time. This This is the show. This is what you've been training for. <laughs> and please tell me that these places are like across the street from one another. No, I wish. It is It is uh, maybe 15 minutes away. It's tragic. But yeah, I, there are three. Three high-end, you know, sugar-based bakery places have opened between my place of work and my place of rest. And this is not going <laughs> to end well. Because I. it's it, two ways. I have to go to work and come back. Like, tr- technically, I could take out two of the three every day. <laughs> so, so, 
I, I should cancel the investment check I wrote to bacon wrapped churros on Sugarloaf because you're just gonna die. Yeah, no, it's never, it's never gonna. I won't even make it there. <laughs> I'll just be on the sidewalk with a little bit of like Cherry's Jubilee dribbling out of my mouth. I went to a cheese class on Sunday. You motherfucker! It's at a place called Say Cheese, but it's C apostrophe E S T cheese because it's French. Are you? Are you? Oh, that means no. that means it's cheese. Because Shay's Lounge, I think. I don't know. I don't speak French. Oh, for reference, and I just want to put this on record because I don't want to be accused of not doing due diligence. I checked, and there legitimately is no Japantes. It's just not there. No one's done it. There's I don't no get it. like web service for ordering Japanese ladies' underwear. Oh no. No, I can get I can get the the item. I want the conceptual video tour de force of that. I'm type. sorry, I'm not following you here. You'll never understand. You're you're rapidly losing your place on the you know dark council of Sadotaku here, Chris. <laughs> you're supposed to be with me on this. I've left that world, man. You're the bearded one. I'm the cute one. I think that's how it works. I don't know. See, I, I like the idea of Japantes as like. A cartoon, sh an anime show that basically is is structured similarly to uh, Yogi Bear, but there's like Ray's trying to get I don't know, poke it, like Sailor Moon's panties. His her her he's trying to get into her picnic basket, if you will. I don't uh, understand that metaphor. You see, can okay, even though it's me, can I still have like the horrible stereotypical Japanese accent? Because I think that'll be make it funnier. Yes, we'll call you <laughs> Ray. Like, oh, it's an Avenger! Yeah, boo boo. Uh, you like the young girls? Yes. Boo boo, you will go get into Cray Roots. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I do a thing and make a Bill Cosby brush. What you're hearing now should have been cut out in the final edit. <laughs> well, somebody's got to do like a Kickstarter for like a connected fleshlight that, like, it's I don't know, uh, cinches at the uh, right moment. I don't Too like late. that you use the word cinches. It's, it just ratchets down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. No, my favorite, though, is there. there is a, a sort of a device in that genre that was kickstarted a while back called the auto blow. <laughs> and I love that it's called the auto blow. And then, uh, like, on one of the pages, he's like, Note, the auto blow will not rip your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> that should be under the risks and challenges on uh, yeah, risks and challenges. Dick rippage. So is it possible uh, while we're running this uh, test for Patrick to come up with something even less interesting and useful than we were already talking about? I mean, I know it's hard to top racist Japanese Yogi Bear, but uh, we can try. I don't know. If you filter out the racism, the perversion, the weeabooness, we basically just have Dan eating pizza <laughs> in a field. None of this is salvageable. Ray, do you? I, I got a, I got a random, a random throwback as I do. Yeah, me. Do you? You're probably the only one who's going to remember the sheer cocaine fueled bat shit insanity of like probably a solid five or six years worth of honeycomb cereal commercials. Oh, with Sugar Bear? No, that fucking sugar. No, that's, that's yeah, sorry. That's, that's Sugar cereal. Crisp. I apologize. 
Although I did have a number of uh, of stuffed sugar bear mail away toys. Why did Sugar Bear get super seventies smooth? Like he turned into Shaft at one Central point. I don't know why. No, he was he was always Shaft. Yeah. No, he used to just be like you know Superman in anthropomorphized bear form, and so I'd be like, "Oh, I got your cereal," and he'd punch him in the fucking nuggets. No, uh, he's a little very white. Damn it! The guy's saying that Christmas song with David Bowie. Bing Crosby. He's like, gotta give me some of that sugar. Bing Crosby? Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. I'll I'll let you have that. But no, more importantly, honeycomb. Yeah. yeah. That was weird because there was the, the like titular honeycomb hideout yeah. era where the kids would hang out in this like horrific Pee-wee's Playhouse CG treehouse. Where hijinks Which had more of to. an exclusionary like thing than the fucking trickster for kids. Yeah, no, they Shit. were really they were bogarting it, and it was not cool. And then you had the age of like, there's a horrifying CG creature that wants the honeycomb, and then kids turn into the creature. And then there was a whole period between where there was no thematic thing; it was just like a honey drug trip. It was just like avant-garde. It was like a Syriac video. Of just like honey shapes and waterfalls of yeah. you know viscous gold fluid, it was it was really weird. I just I wonder what it is about certain products like that because like you know Honey Nut Cheerios is basically the same shit in different shape, and you know th those commercials are basically child with orange juice and a bunch of bowls and fruit and shit, fucking Billy West flying around as a bee, going like, hey, you should eat this, and like relatively tame. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the furthest they extended themselves was they went from he's a bee and he's a spokesman. He's basically just telling you about the product to now he's going to have like a little bee adventure, you know, in the next seven seconds. But that was still pretty tame by comparison to like some of the other cereals that got way off, you know, off script. And, and you know, like tricks, tricks had basically the same uh, kind of bit over and over, just different scenarios. Same thing with uh, uh, Cookie Crisp, you know, it was now just Cookie Crisp. Why did they change the robber and the dog into a fucking wolf? Yeah. What the hell happened? Well, there? None of that mascottery ever made a goddamn bit of sense to me. <laughs> no, no, it was all insane the whole time. But I, I just like, you know, I was comfortable with the line about the crook, but. Now, also, they changed that cereal. It tastes like utter ass now. I don't know what they did. I think I think it's not even made by Post now or, or Ralston. Or yeah. the, it switched label. It switched record labels and it changed their sound. Now they're on Atlantic. Yeah, it was weird. It's so this like feeds into a thought I've been having recently as I go up and down the cereal aisle in my local grocery store is that I don't think there have been new cereals since 1989. Well, they achieved perfection. Yeah, like I think they stopped making new cereals, and then any time you think you see a new cereal, no, they're just re-releasing a cereal that they made in the 70s that didn't do well. Well, the thing is, is like most cereals, yeah, there's not a lot of new ones. Every now and then, Honey Bunches of Oats will get some bug up their ass to put like a new fucking fruit in or nut in it or something. But other than that, that's about it. But what's more sad is that there are no longer promotional tie-in cereals. Yeah. Like there's no... Mr. T cereal. There's no Back to the Future Flakes. There's no C3PO's. Yeah, dude. There's no Zelda and Mario two bags, one box hybrid cereal. I wasn't a big uh like those crappy sugar marshmallows oh, cereal kind of kind of kid. Like uh, those weren't those weren't yeah. my jam. 
But man, the Ghostbusters tie-in cereal was one of the best cereals ever. And let's not forget it Ecto was Cooler. Good. Oh well, don't even get me started on that. We're talking no, cereals. Yeah, no, we all know the legends of Ecto Cooler. Yeah, I, I am I am obsessed with Ecto Cooler, and I'm hope I'm hopeful but we'll see a revival one day. Okay, we need to take some stock here. Best monster cereal, go. I've never had any of them. God damn it, Chris. I was never a big breakfast guy as a kid. Uh, cereal yeah. is not exclusively a breakfast I understand food, that, man. but like I grew up lactose intolerant, so I didn't eat a lot of milk. No, that's a shame. I gotta go with Booberry, yeah. but I don't have a ton of experience either. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I mean, no, so I'm me, Frankenberry for life. For me, my favorite cereal is Frosted Flakes. Oh, you're weird. So, so yeah. I mean, yeah, you want to talk about what's, what your cereal choices say about you. My two favorite cereals are, and, and have been, like, since I was a child, still are today, fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the most sugary and unhealthy thing you can probably imagine. And then Don't like it. And then Basic Four, which is fucking tasty as Wait, hell. Wait, what the fuck? Those, basic Four? That's a weird... What the fuck like, is Somewhere basic between those four? two, the those, those are my two fucking jams, is that like man. Kosh- is that like Kashi Good Friends? It's it's less uh, granola y, but it's sim- yeah. I mean, it's you know, never use the word Kashi and Good in the same. That's phrase. the name of the cereal, Kashi Good Friends. It's I tried a Kashi product once, and it like it felt wrong using a utensil on it. I was like, this isn't food. No man, Basic Four is amazing. I've never I've never heard of it. Like it's it's a yeah, skinny, it it's a super healthy it's it's in the kashi and the uh, uh, shit not honey bunches of oats but there's a healthy version of honey bunches of oats. A delicious blend of sweet and tangy fruits, crunchy almonds, and a wholesome variety of grains. See, I'll dabble in your you know your apple jacks and your cinnamon toast crunch. I'll I'll even get my pops every once in a while. But if I'm being true to myself, it's all about the Frankenberry. And the honey bunches of oats with almonds. I, I gotta be honest. I, I'm I'm there with you. On the I, I can I can get down on some honey bunches. For me, it's it's frosted flakes or honey nut Cheerios. The my 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 main issue with like a lot of hyper sugary cereals, particularly cinnamon toast crunch, is that you get bits in the milk, which. Yep. Again, we've we've alluded to my texture issues <laughs> in the past. Uh, and and like if there's grittiness in my liquid, I will yeah. I will vomit. Yeah, I don't I don't like that angle of it, but it's a price I'm willing to pay. Actually, that was a, something I was gonna say. Similarly, one of my favorite cereals that I, they stopped making and maybe they brought it back, but I haven't seen it in forever. Um, was uh, apple cinnamon Cheerios, which was like had little oh, like yeah. bits of dried apple like welded to the Cheerios, and then and then like a dusting of cinnamon, and it would leave the the bowl like. You know, kind of cinnamonified, and and a couple of those uh, weld weld jobs would fail, and those little dried apple bits would be floating. In. But it was like really tasty. It had a perfect, that sounds had a delightful. perfect like crunch uh, to squish ratio in it. And some of those bits, like so, if they would unweld themselves from the Cheerio, they would fall down to the bottom. They wouldn't yeah. float. Like some would float, well, some would. but others would go down to the bottom. And then like your last spoonful was just a bunch of cinnamony, appley stuff that would make Chris throw up. No, I mean, if it's, like, significant enough and it's not just flex, then, yeah, I'm down. I don't know if this was a thing that just old people did, but my grandmother, the only cereal she would ever buy was Rice Krispies. 
And she, I would go over there and she'd pour Rice Krispies and I'd be like, oh, Rice Krispies suck. And she'd be like, well, you have to sprinkle sugar on it. And she would pour yeah. sugar over the top of this thing and you'd eat it. And then at the bottom was just this gooey molasses pit of sugar milk. <laughs> it had to be so unhealthy. Well, you gents have a good night. I think I'm going to. Thing when I head out. Dream of that sweet field pizza. Field pizza. If you build, if you bake it, nerds will come. It's not delivery. It's field pizza. None of this is salvageable.